Alright guys, so I, today I wanted to uh, do something really quick because I, I didn't really have um, much time to uh, read the lesson for today. So I wanted to just um, give a little message today because not only did I not have time to read the lesson, but also this is a very important topic to touch on. Um, this is the Koji Podcast episode 13. Let's get into it. Okay, so the topic that I wanted to talk about is masculinity. And this is also something I want to touch on because yesterday I was just uh, listening to my brother, David, uh, we were at the Brotherhood of St. Dismas. Remember, I'm going to put the link in the description for my email. If you guys are around, you guys want to know. Um, we're actually planning, we're thinking of, of doing a, an English one uh, for youth so that we can invite our friends uh, You know, don't speak Spanish and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll be uh, uh, keep you guys po posted on that. Um, but really, I want to touch on masculinity, which is a topic I've been wanting to touch on a long time. So, what makes a man... What makes a man a man? When they when somebody says a manly man, what does that mean? Just think about it. What does it mean to be a man? To be a man means that we are willing to suffer. We are willing to go through things for God, for our freedom, for our family, and for our faith. A man who's willing to suffer with God is unstoppable. And what has happened in our society, you know, in around these these times, is that men have become weak. Your men have become effeminate. What does effeminate mean? Effeminate means to well, pretty much. Uh, effeminate means the opposite of manliness. It means to desire the pleasure. To not desire, I mean, to not want to go through any suffering. That's what it means. So some people mean that, thinks that it means like feminine because it says effeminate, but that's not what it's saying. Because effeminate can also be found in women as well. But it is a, it is a thing that is happening more, uh, it more often occurs with men. So what do we need to do? What do we need to suffer? What do I, what do I mean? Like what suffering do we need to go through? What well, could be anything from... The slightest irritation to death. To death. <clears throat> so when Jesus Christ calls us to follow him. Well, you know, where are we following him to? We're following him to the cross. You see that right there? To the cross. <clears throat> so that means we have to be willing to suffer. We have to be willing to die for God. And in today's world where there's instant pleasure through the phone, either through pornography or through just music or just any videos, just, just videos in general, any entertainment possible you could think of. 
We're getting that instant pleasure. That's what our world has been teaching us. That pleasure is what life is about. In fact, there's a Satanist his, uh, from the, I believe, 1960s, around there. His name was Aleister Crowley. A well-known Satanist around those times. And here's what his motto was. What Here's what his purpose in life was. His The purpose he found out to be true. On the reason why we're here on earth. His motto was do without wilt shall be the law. As in, do what you want. Do what feels good and that's all that matters. And even though it's not taught in schools like exactly like out loud, that's what's happening. That's what's happening in our society. So men have become weak because we've had instant pleasure. Instant pleasure. And we need to we need to grow up. Men are men are becoming become men at, after age thirty or forty. No, we need to be men now. We need to be men now. Not today. I mean not tomorrow, today. Today. We need to be now. We need to become men now. There are are many men out there who are just goofy. They're it's like they're teenagers. And even teenagers should be men. We're, I'm a teenager, 16 years old, and I'm called to be a man, a man for God, a knight, a soldier. So we we are called men to suffer. We're not called to, pep, to we're not called to be here for pleasure. We're called there to suffer, suffer suffer for our family, suffer for God, suffer for our friends. And that suffering will ultimately lead us to heaven. That's what we have to understand. Without suffering, without cro the cross, there was no resurrection. There was no Easter Sunday. So in this land, let's meditate on that. Without the cross, without Jesus dying on the cross, there could have been no way for there to be a resurrection. There could have been no Easter Sunday. The biggest celebration in all of the Catholic uh, of the liturgical calendar. Um, so that means that we also need to suffer on that cross. Because without that cross, we cannot, in a sense, resurrect and reach heaven. God says that he will resurrect us in the last day. So how can there be that resurrection without the cross? Christ has taught us in his, through his example, there can be no eternal happiness without suffering. So when he says, come follow me, he means that he's calling us to, to a hard path full of suffering. And it's not going to be easy. But that's why we're willing to suffer. We're willing to be men. So that's why not, not everybody's going to be called to be martyred. You know, to be to die for their faith. We we are called to be. We are gonna be called, and we are called to suffer. And it can, like I said, from the slightest, it could be ranged from the slightest irritation to death on uh, through martyrdom. And there are many things happening around our world, around in America. You know, we gotta understand that the reason why 
all of these bad things are happening in our lives, all these, all these, you know, bad things happening with, you know, in the Catholic Church, in the United States, all these things are because men were weak and they allow, they were silent because they didn't want to suffer. They wanted to keep their jobs or they wanted to, they didn't want to speak up. And now all this has happened. I'm sure there are many men out there you know, a, a while ago, like in the 60s, that they could have said something to change all this, but they did nothing. They stood back. They were effeminate. So if men were the problem, we are men are the solution. We can solve this problem. <clears throat> and there's also problems problems in the family with effeminate men who leave their wives or they go and they um they have sex before marriage and they they uh leave their the girlfriend without you know without any help and with a child and that's what made abortion even more prevalent in these days abortion is always wrong obviously we know that but the reason why when people have accepted the idea is because men have become weak and we can never compromise to abortion we can never compromise to all these things because the compromising is what got us here in the first place compromising is what got us here in the first place so never compromise never give up but you're gonna suffer for sure and there's no stopping that but look, that's our job. That's wh how we were created to be. So when we're lazy and we just want to do what feels good, even though it feels good in that moment, we still know that what we did was wrong and we feel empty. We feel empty and depression comes in. And if we just accepted the suffering to begin with, None, we wouldn't have to go through all of this. But of course, as humans, we we keep on going back. We keep on falling into sin with our concupiscence. concupiscence. Let us not fall into the trap of compromising, of giving into pleasure. If you're thinking that life is about pleasure. No, life is about God and reaching heaven and bringing others with us. That's That's what it's about. Once you have God at your center of your life, not, not, you know, have God second or third. No, in the center, then it will all make sense. It'll all make sense. You won't need to understand like why we need to suffer or anything like that. It, it just, it clicks in. It makes sense. Oh, the reason why we're here on this earth is to know, love and serve God. And that comes with the suffering. To know, love and serve God to ultimately reach heaven. That's what we're here for, to reach heaven. That's why we're tested with temptations. Effeminacy was, is what got us with with uh, our fallen human nature in the first place. Adam, the first parents, Adam and Eve. Even though Eve tempted Adam, Adam knew full, full well how what bad how bad this was. But instead, he chose the pleasure of staying with his wife. He chose a pleasure because he knew if he did not 
eat the, eat of the fruit, he could not be with his wife anymore because God would punish her. And he chose the pleasure over God. He chose the pleasure over suffering for what it, for what's right. We need to suffer for what's right. Mentally, physically, spiritually. That's what it's all about. We need to suffer. There's no way. There's no other way. So, the reason why our pa my you know the patron saint of the Brotherhood of Saint Dismas is Saint Dismas is because do you know who Saint Dismas is? Saint Dismas was one of the two thieves that were uh, crucified next to Jesus. The first the first thief came and said he said to Jesus, "If you're if you who you say you are, then take uh, then save yourself and us." And he was mocking God and and all these things and and Saint Dismas, the other thief, told told the thief, "What are you saying? We deserve to be here. This man has done nothing wrong. Us being crucified is what we deserve for our sins." And then he looked to Jesus and he said, "Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom." And then Jesus replied to him, Amen, amen, I say to you. Amen, amen, I say to you. This day you will be with me in heaven. Now even though I didn't get the exact quotations or anything like that, that's what the basic thing was. And St. Dismas did that in the, in the last hours of his death. I mean, who knows? We might die very soon. Who knows? I don't know. Or unless we think, we're gonna, we might have days, maybe years. Maybe more decades of life left. Why? What are we waiting for to change our lives? What are we doing? We've got to change now. Be manly now. No more effeminacy. No more weakness. No more choosing pleasure over the good. We need to suffer for the good. So what? what can we do? Because we're not going to suffer, most of us are, I don't know who, is not going to suffer martyrdom. So we just need to accept the everyday sufferings of our life. And we need to do fasting, do penance, do prayer. Like I've been talking about in the last couple of episodes in my podcast. Like, I don't know what more we need. We need men that are going to come together. And do something about all the evil in our world. Through Christ our Lord. So come on, let's do something. We gotta, you know, organize things. We gotta start changing our lives. So the next time you feel like complaining about your fasting. Well just remember that Christ embraced his cross. He did not complain. Not one bit. He embraced his cross, he embraced his suffering. So let's follow his example and do the same. Let's do the same. I didn't want this to be a very long one because um, I want to upload this the very next day, uh, Saturday. Uh, today's Friday, so that's this is the message I want to bring to you men. Let's do this. Let's be strong. And let's be manly. Because being a man does not mean that you have the, you know, 
does not, I mean, does not um, only mean they have the physical attributes of a man, you know, or the physical build of a man, or even the muscles of a ma of a man. But you're not truly a man unless you know how to suffer, unless you have something to fight for. We have something to fight for. We have we could fight for God, fight for our freedom, fight for our family. No more compromise. Alright. Alright, thanks for watching. This is episode 13 of the Koji Podcast. I'm your host, Saul Spinoza. God bless. If you like this episode and want to see our beautiful, handsome faces, then go to our YouTube channel, Koji Fruits, where you can see us in HD perfection. See you next time.